1: hello welcome to hop culture episode 103 uh so it's no secret that i am not a big social media person i kind of actually enjoy it when i'm on but i just i i can't moderate it at all i have no sense of moderation so like i will waste hours and hours on there and then i just i hate it so i've had to just completely cut it out of my life sadly But it's not uncommon for Aaron or Claire to mention some influencer as if they're a personal friend, or for Tess to spout off vocab words I've never heard in my life, and they just assume I'm going to be able to follow the conversation. And I'm not going to change my ways, but my sisters thought it was high time that they catch me up to speed on the latest internet jargon. So that's what we're doing today, I guess. I was only half on board, but I know Grace.
0: (laughs) Grace is going to be the avatar. for uh, anyone who hates social media and just wants to be entertained by how ridiculous it is sometimes. (laughs)
2: Yeah, so we today specifically are going to give Grace just a little primer uh, in TikTok lingo. So before we start, what's everyone's general feel for TikTok? Grace mentioned that, you know, we're all on the social medias, but what are the what are the vibes that you guys have about it?
0: Well, I have always felt like it was for the younger crowd. Um, I've almost wondered if like it would be cringe of me to have a TikTok account. You know, I'm just kind of like, oh, I don't want to be like the millennial trying too hard to be on like social media that's not meant for me. And then I also feel like there's a fair amount of like fear mongering with TikTok. Like I shouldn't Mm -hmm. say fear mongering. I think there legitimately is like negative things about it. So I don't want to sound like that's unfounded, but I'm not even going to go into the whole like it might be like stealing our data because frankly, I don't understand it. And that's just a whole can of worms <laughs> that I don't want to get into. Too that's scary. Awesome. And I'm also like, well, there's millions of people on there. So what's my data really going to do? <laughs> like
3: what else? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Who I'm even cares one, about your lame data? One face in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. One face in
0: a crowd. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like, that's too much of a burden for me to personally carry. So I just choose to ignore that. But Yeah, I've heard a lot of like, it's doing bad things to like youth. And I don't know, I've just kind of been like, it seems like a little bit intimidating. But then I always really enjoy, like for me, I feel like Instagram will always be home. But I always enjoy when people repost TikToks on Instagram. (laughs) And I like, (laughs) was like, hey, there's a lot of like really funny things. Or sometimes like, someone would send me a link to a TikTok. So I I downloaded it so that I could watch them. And then slowly I've kind of gotten more and more into it. And I've realized that it is definitely more of like a young person's platform, but there's people of all ages on there. There's content of all types on there. And my prediction is that it's going to kind of be like Instagram, where eventually it will just be normal for like anyone to be on there. But I don't know if that's really what's going to happen. But that's what I I think.
3: think. I mean, for one thing... I'm obsessed with TikTok and I did have to delete it because I couldn't. It was so addictive. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just so funny. (laughs) The algorithm is so spot on. Like, it will show you things that will just make you so happy and it will make you laugh so hard. I was just wasting so much time on there. Yeah, I tried to limit it. That didn't work. So I was like, I'm just going to delete it. And in the month of January, I ended up reading, like, eight books, <laughs> <laughs> which is, like, I think more books than I read in the entirety of 2022 because I was not wasting so much time on TikTok. However, I have downloaded it again. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. oh, no. She relapsed. I have <laughs> um, <laughs> But, yeah, I, it's just, it's so good. There's it's seasons so for everything. Addictive.
2: It's true. Mm-hmm. And just... Taking a, a little break now and then, and then revisiting is still it's still good for your mental health. I think.
3: Yeah. And, it was and, good for my yeah. wallet too. I I did not spend like any money in January, and I'm convinced it was because <laughs> I wasn't being influenced.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also had to delete it this week, actually. Anne inspired me because Anne was telling me. To, she was begging us to send her TikToks, uh, which <laughs> seems, like, counterproductive to her Fully goals. addicted. But, yeah. <laughs> um, but I was inspired when she deleted it, and then I was talking to Luke, and we both agreed that we were also just uh, too addicted. So I deleted it this week. It's been really rough. Um, it's been a tough transition. Um, <laughs> because it just kind of I think my one of the bad things about tiktok is that there's such short clips that it's like shortening our attention span oh so I definitely much. believe I, yeah that. so I'm opening books that I've wanted to read for a long time and I'm just like ah, oh, so many words so <laughs> it's so long <laughs> like it just it takes so much more attention than yeah just watching it mm-hmm. can know, a we ten can video. we
3: skip to the good part Am I oh right? God. Oh
0: my word! Burn. Good one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I see. It's it's moments like these that I don't
3: regret not. Having
2: to. <laughs> yeah. It's true.
3: No, I would never I also, want to influence Grace or anyone.
2: No. To yeah, start I would never social media. No, please, please don't get on it if you're not at this moment in time. Because
0: the negative things about it that I see are. Like, at least with Instagram, you kind of have the facade of like, oh, well, this is how I stay in touch with friends, even though we all know it's evolved way past that. Like, we're not just (laughs) using it to stay in touch with friends, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, maybe some people do, but I would say like, at this point, it's like, you're following brands, you like, you're following influencers, you know, you're getting news. Like, there's all types of content on Instagram, but there's not really like the personal connection as much on TikTok. And so it does feel like a little bit, on the one hand, it could it's kind of fun that it's like, you don't feel like you're trying to have this like, I don't know, maybe some influencers are, but there's less of the like facade of perfection that I feel like Instagram has like a negative reputation for. Even though I feel like that's like reduced a lot in the last couple of years, it's pretty much purely entertainment. And so because of that, it's like the most, Shocking or distracting or extreme kind of content that gets a lot of comments and views. And so I think that brings out like a negative side of humanity in some cases where it's like extremes or people sharing, like people feeling pressured into sharing like really personal things because they want to get. I'm not saying everyone does that, but that definitely exists on TikTok where it's Mm -hmm. like you're seeing these videos and there's like super heavy stuff. And I'm like, wait, why am I watching this? Like, this is not uplifting, you know? So you just have to be, I would not let my teenagers on there at all personally. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, cause you just have to be careful about what kinds of things you're interacting with. But it's like, I follow, like, I watch like thrifting hauls, People refinishing furniture, like I mean, there's like lots of just normal, like boring middle-aged woman stuff to watch on there too. So you just have to be. I but think even you just then, you careful. really can't
1: control because, like Claire and I were looking at thrifting videos today, and I felt like they were they were not necessarily not uplifting, but they were. I mean, it just made me question humanity a little bit. Like, well, we watched <laughs>
0: this one. Tell about the one Grace with the girl. This one,
1: this one. <laughs> and again, I don't know why we wasted like five minutes on this video. Oh, I know,
0: but I know this
1: exactly this this girl. And she's like, I talked, I told my husband that I wanted to go thrifting, and he said, okay. So I went as if it's like this big. That was a little strange to me too. This big thing. So she went thrifting, and she said she had about like seven dollars worth of stuff. And then as she went to check out, the person, one of the people in front of her in line had checked out and left and then realized they'd been overcharged for something. So they came back and like went back to the front of the line to say like, hey, you overcharged me. And then this girl starts yelling at the camera. She was so mad about it. Like it was as if somebody
0: had... I don't had know. Had done like, like a hit and run her on her car down. in the name. Yeah, burned her house down. Exactly. Like she was near oh tears.
1: It was and like it, it was a targeted <laughs> was attack on her. She this? Yeah.
0: yeah but, so. but I said to Grace, I was like, I can't feel like, I feel like she couldn't possibly be this upset. I feel like she's doing this to
1: cause drama. Yeah. <laughs> which is what everyone's doing. I, I think that there is not a single form of social media that isn't destroying our society. And I don't think there's... I think that in the past, people, especially like the like 2015 era of like trying to really examine like everything, people tried to make a case for how, yeah, we're keeping up with our friends. And like, this is a way for us to to liberate ourselves and feel good about ourselves by taking selfies. And now people have sort of just realized like, no, this is not good for us. Mm-hmm. But at this point, what are we going to do? Just accepted like, it's it. We've been it's true. In.
0: We're just in a downward spiral.
2: Another thing that I have noticed about TikTok is that the because of what you're saying, Claire, that it's not, there's no, like, there's no people that you know really. Like, you're not going to run into like people you know in mm-hmm. the comment section of things or, I don't know. So there's like not, there's like, no accountability Mm -hmm. and so the comment sections are so mean like they're Mm -hmm. worse than any other social media like i saw this one video of a girl just talking about her outfit and just nobody in the comment section could get over that her jeans didn't fit right and they were just like oh honey those jeans oh honey you need like at least a size up it was just like and there were a couple comments like trying to like be positive but the rest were so mean and it was just like this poor girl just did not ask for anybody's opinion about her jean size i don't know there's just and there's so much like that because i think part of it is that uh it's mostly my generation and we can be brutal
0: but i feel like the it's kind of like on the flip side though I don't know. I feel like there's also the other side of Gen Z is they can be like intensely positive, like Mm -hmm. almost too, like in a very sweet way. (laughs) Again, with the thrifting videos, I was telling Tess, I'm so confused. (laughs) I do not understand what is in style right now for like (laughs) young people. I truly don't like. It's not even that I just am like, oh, that's like not my style or I can't pull that off. It's truly like I don't know what's in style. And I I feel unmoored. Like I'm like <laughs> I'm afloat. Like <laughs> I don't understand. Because you know, watch these thrifting hauls. And I love something. They're like, okay, this is vintage do- Jordache. And I'm like, those are like pants I would have worn in like 2004 or something. Yeah, vintage like, clear. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's like vintage and it's like they'll just put vintage in front of anything it's not like i'm trying to be harsh like i'm like oh these are ugly clothes i'm just like is that in style like i'm so confused but the comments are like where do you live i'm dying would you sell it to me oh i love it so much it's amazing and i'm like this is so positive about these like thrifted clothes um but i i don't know it's it's just funny. I do. I totally agree with you that like the lack of accountability is definitely a problem. Like I don't think that's ever good for anyone in any situation. Mm-hmm. But I read an article. Not like we said. We're certainly not trying to convince anyone to get on TikTok because I agree. I had to set like a time limit on it to where it'll just say like time's up. Um, <laughs> the
1: other <laughs> the other day I was at Claire and Dave's house and she was telling me like. Yeah, it always tells me that I've reached my limit and then I just have to say, like, ignore a limit. And Dave and I were laughing. And then, like, a few more times throughout the night, she's like, I just want to show you one more thing.
0: Ignore a limit. I will do it just for specific events. I know. Exactly. It's, it's, it's bad. But I was reading an article... I think I Googled, is TikTok bad for us or something? <laughs> like, because I agree it's addictive. I agree with everything you guys have said. I don't think it's good. I certainly do not think it's like a good way to spend time. It's just very entertaining. And there are some super creative people. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like astounding, like the creativity that goes into some of these videos. But one thing that this article said was exactly like we were talking about. And this happens, you know, on the internet in general, Facebook too, where like extreme views tend to generate the most engagement. But he was saying, the author was saying like, he was like, the options we have are basically f- to just get rid of, like to just refuse to engage altogether or for normal people to try to flood the platform with like normal content, you know, or like a reward, like, normal content kind of. So, I don't know if that's an answer, but or you could just burn I, it all to the ground.
1: I think you got to burn it all to the ground and I I say that because I don't think that most people really have the self-control to not engage with more extreme content. Like I I know that I didn't, you know, like I want to I look in the comments of things that shocked me to see what other people are Mm, saying. And then that means I've spent more time on that video. Mm -hmm. I don't think we can do it. I genuinely think that won't work and you have to just burn it down. That's true.
0: So is your, do you think the way forward as a society is just to everyone get off social media? That's the only answer.
1: I mean, I think that that's, I don't think that's going to happen, but I don't, I don't see a world where people work together and have like peaceful discourse and social media is also something that we all use. I agree, Grace. Like, I don't see, I don't see things getting better. Mm -hmm. Except maybe be real.
0: Be real real. is the hope of America. It really is. It's our one frontier. (sighs) Okay, well should we move on? I'm like, how do we rebound this from Grace being like we should get burn it down. It's bad. <laughs> I know, now, now I'm like, I'm kind of like going to delete my TikTok. Again. I know, I'm like there's not it's not really like a fun vibe. <laughs> no.
3: <laughs> so oh no. So. Oh, no, man.
2: I know. I know. We just have to We talk. have to have like some some yeah, we have to have like a range of opinions, mm-hmm. you know. It's Grace is just exactly. bringing the spice.
0: It's very true. Um, I also know I'm going to get judged for like defending TikTok on this episode, but you know what? It is what it like, is.
1: If people don't take opposing arguments on this podcast, what what would people even be listening to? It's very Here's true. There's
3: something that I want to say that is positive, <laughs> I think, <laughs> about TikTok especially, but um, you know, any any social media, I guess. I feel like it gives power to just the average person like if Mm -hmm. you are wronged by someone you know more powerful than you that is true (laughs) like you can get awareness
2: corporations yeah Mm -hmm.
3: it's kind of like calling the news and like telling them your story Mm -hmm. but you don't even have to bother with the news you can just post it and then it could blow up and suddenly you get justice Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's inspiring.
0: It's a double-edged sword because you don't always know if the story you're getting is actually accurate or if it's just people have taken it and run with it. But yeah, I agree with you. We're aware. Exactly. I mean, even on the news, you don't really know, you know, Mm -hmm. but.
2: And I never feel bad when it's someone complaining about a big corporation. If it's someone complaining about like, sometimes I'll get like, both sides of a drama between like a photographer and her client or a makeup artist and her client and they both have differing stories <laughs> and that's just fun <laughs> but what is someone trying to take down like you know i don't know best buy or something it's mm-hmm. like who cares they yeah survive
0: well they might not because <laughs> of, like all the stores well best buy might um, bed bath and beyond is like on its last fumes. <laughs> so I feel bad for them. best by I might. Um, yeah, it's so true. I also was thinking about this because, you know, we just had the Grammys. And I was thinking about how, I think we were talking to mom about this, how award shows used to be, like, really exciting.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe not the Grammys, but, like, the Oscars, you know. Um, and how I feel like now, like, I could not care less. Like, I just mm-hmm. don't, I don't watch them, you know. But... I just saw that Elise Myers, who's a really well-known like TikTok creator, is doing like a Super Bowl ad collaboration with some big car company, I think. I can't remember if it was cars. It's a, it's a well-known like national brand of some kind. I just was like, oh, that's so cool that like this TikTok creator is going to be on a commercial. And I'm like, I bet there's people who would be a thousand times more excited to see Elise Myers on something than to see... Ariana Grande or something you know it's like Mm -hmm. I do think it's It's kind of cool that like like regular people can kind of rise to the top on social media Mm -hmm. in a way that like they wouldn't have been able to in the past
3: yeah I feel like I don't know for so long you could only get famous by doing a few specific things and if you didn't have those skills then like you just weren't going to be famous and I Mm -hmm. think part of the allure of TikTok is that like anyone could be famous for anything. Mm-hmm. Not even true. a real skill. Yeah, that's exactly.
1: True. That is one of the good things about society today, is it's getting easier
3: and easier <laughs> to, be to be famous.
0: <laughs>
1: it's
3: so
0: true. Great equalizer. It's a great, equalizer. <laughs> it's a great equalizer. yeah, it's getting easier to be famous all of our number one goal. Um I feel like that's the perfect transition into our first term actually that we were going to talk about, which is Grace, do you know what a nepo baby is?
1: My guess on what a Nepo baby is would be someone who had who benefited from nepotism.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: I feel like it's in the name.
0: So there was a really, um, an article that came out in Variety, I think in like December, that was talking about nepotism in Hollywood and how people are interconnected in and like we all, we, you know, we kind of know like Gwyneth Paltrow's parents are stars or like, you know, Colin Hanks is the son of Tom Hanks. And you know, it's like, there's some obvious ones, but there's some that are like surprising that you didn't realize they had Hollywood connections or they're like, you know, their cousins are all also famous or, you know, there's just that it's like surprisingly intertwined. Um, but this has translated into the thing on TikTok where people are poking fun at it and talking about how they are a nepo baby because their dad's a plumber and so when they go into like ace hardware in their hometown everyone knows their name or like they have like these funny like a funny spin (laughs) on it kind of um so my question is can you guys think of a way that you are a nepo baby well we did that whole episode about being child stars. That's true. We, were,
2: know, we are we
0: were actually child stars, <laughs> stars in the, the commercial industry. That's true. S- such stars, that I can find no video evidence of any of the commercials that I was ever in, unfortunately. <laughs> I, think, I think the evidence has been burned in an
3: incinerator somewhere, unfortunately. Okay, our next term is ingredient household. Do you know what that means, Grace? Would an ingredient household
1: be... Like Claire's house, where like there's a lot of things to make food, but like I can't really find a snack. Yes. Because there's not pre made foods. Yes. Yeah.
0: That is exactly what
3: it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> it, it'll be like- it
1: like strikes fear in my heart.
3: <laughs>
1: it is terribly inconvenient. Like babysitting an ingredient household. Yeah. Wait,
0: do you guys think I have an ingredient household? Yeah. Mm hmm. Don't I have, like, I have have, a bin of candy. Yeah, I always have treats. She's got candy. What snacks do you have?
1: Where's, like, your corn dogs, your toaster strudels, your... So
0: here's my thing. I want to say justice to ingredient households because I cannot get a handle on ingredient household. It's so confusing to me. Because some people talk about their experience growing up in an ingredient household. And it seems like almost like it was like a poverty situation where like they really didn't have enough to eat or like there wasn't a parent to provide like meals kind of, which is super sad, obviously, and like not making light of that at all. But then the other thing is like, yeah, it just seems like a house where there's just the fridge is full, the cupboards are full, but it's like people are cooking from scratch most of the Mm -hmm. time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well that just seems like a normal, like middle class home.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it is. (laughs) I think that's why so many people can relate to it. And that's why when it's like what my sisters and I used to eat in our ingredient household and it's like peanut butter on bread, like a handful of cheddar cheese. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a handful of cheese. That's why those get so many likes because we all can relate. My favorite
0: are the, the tortilla chips with just shredded cheese melted right on (laughs) as nachos. I'm like, (laughs) and you're like trying to unpeel it and it's just like dried together, like a net over the chips Mm -hmm. kind of, but it's delicious. Like I can Mm -hmm. imagine the taste right now,
3: you know? Yeah. I feel like part of the point of the ingredient household sometimes is like to force you to eat healthier food because you're not buying like processed mm-hmm. snack foods but you end up just eating like a bunch of gross little ingredients that mm-hmm. aren't really healthy because you're trying yeah. to like satisfy like what you actually are craving so many spoonfuls of peanut butter yeah
1: various like yeah melted chocolate chips on things <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah.
2: the next one is sad beige babies But it's actually pronounced sad beige baby. That's a pretty good test. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. I've watched a lot of her videos. Uh, Grace, what do you think a sad beige baby is?
1: Well, I think I might have heard of this. Not the phrase, but I've heard of the controversy over dressing your babies in beige versus Mm -hmm. like dressing them in character clothes.
0: I like that we've – because yeah. I do this too. I've turned it into a dichotomy. Mm-hmm. Like either you dress them all in neutrals or you buy them like only branded clothing. And in my mind, there's no other choice. Yeah. <laughs> it's one or the other. And it's not. But uh, Grace, tell us what you've heard or like Where what controversy have you heard of?
1: I feel like the controversy is that some people want to have their kids like very curated – And then some other people look down on them because they feel like they're not letting their kids express themselves or they're not, like, letting their kids find joy in clothing or, like, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like there's that much controversy on the other side. Like, I feel like the people who have the sad beige babies are probably just sort of think, like, the other people's kids aren't dressed very cute is probably... I, I bet that's like what the controversy there mm-hmm. would be. Mm-hmm.
0: So let's give a little background if people aren't familiar with this. So there is a TikTok creator. Her name is Haley Deroche, and she created these videos kind of, and it's very tongue in cheek, but it's kind of like mocking the trend of having your children's rooms be all neutral, you know, natural wood toys and have their clothes all be neutrals. And, um, she uses a German accent kind of like Werner Herzog style. Um, it's very like, I can't do the accent as well as Tess, but, um, she's narrating like sad, sad beige toys for sad beige babies. And like, it's just kind of, it is, I think it's funny. I don't take offense at it, even though I would say I could veer into sad beige territory, like quickly if, if left unchecked <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> like, if I had like the money I might I might just mm-hmm. beer mm-hmm. but it's in, it's actually interesting for
0: one thing I think it's one a really good example of how anything on the internet can be overanalyzed and completely mm-hmm. blown out of proportion mm-hmm. in completely totally. stupid fashion it's like hey some people like neutrals it's okay, and some the kids people don't. Are not <laughs> suffering
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. kids are probably very well cared for. It doesn't
0: mean anything about being, you know, a parent. Um, I do feel like the delight that people have taken in, and you, in like making fun of the sad—they're not making fun of the baby, but more the parents yes. for like <laughs> creating sad beige I babies. Assumed that no one was making fun of. <laughs> well, you never know. <laughs> you never know on the internet. Um. I feel like it's a little bit of the pushback of feeling like I can't attain this perfectly curated look. And so I'm going to make myself feel better by being like, well, at least I let my kid express themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. and it's like (laughs) at the end of the day, I think it's awesome if people let their kids completely choose their aesthetic. I don't. I am too much of a control freak. So I think most parents do put a little of their taste into their kid's style let their kids exercise a little autonomy. There's a happy medium, you know, that like is perfectly normal. So I do think it's a little like, so it's gotten to the point where people will have like TikToks and like maybe their kid is wearing neutrals or their room is neutral or something. And people will comment sad beige baby, which I think mm-hmm. is really mean. <laughs> <It's so laughs> <I think> that's <laughs> nice. But I think it's funny that it's taken, it's, the term has like taken on a life of its own beyond just like the original video kind of. Mm -hmm. And one thing that, um, this article I read about Haley DeRoche, I thought was kind of interesting was I think part of it too, is that that aesthetic is typically like more expensive, like higher end brands or like organic materials or, you know, like the Montessori toys that tend to be a little more unattainable. And so I think that's maybe where some of the pushback comes from too, is just that like, it's not attainable for most people, but. And also there's companies will just make things look that way. And it gives people the idea that it's like, you know, more sustainable or non-toxic materials when that isn't always the case. So it can be misleading, but I don't know. I think you can let your kid dress however the heck they want. And it's not a big deal.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: It seems like one of those things that like everything on the internet was a funny joke Mm -hmm. that got turned into a thing where people now have decided that the way that your child dresses is, is it, you're going to
2: destroy your child.
1: They
0: will have trauma based yeah. on if you People let have them. a lot to say about
2: parenting styles mm-hmm. on TikTok.
0: Oh my word, yes. It's a
2: whole, all I have to say is don't post any video of your child having any sort of tantrum Mm-mm. or any like, or just be, because every kid does, but then everyone in the comments will be like, if my child did that, it would be straight, straight to their, I don't know. They're just like, it's just everyone has something to say about yeah. parenting and how like people will turn on children on TikTok. So yes. Fast.
0: I don't think it's a good platform for children to be showcased in any way, shape or form. Mm-hmm. It's just no. not like, it's not, it's not meant for that. Okay. The next one is an acronym, Grace. GRWM. Going around with men. Oh, wow. That sounds like
1: out on the tanks. <laughs> like, a, like a girl that has a lot of options.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, a girl that has a lot of options. I like that. Pro women hashtag. So it actually stands for get ready with me. And this I is a very. Know what that is, yeah, do you know yes, what that is? I know it. I am
1: pretty sure I know what that is. It's like <laughs> somebody is like, get ready with me. And then they would show like their dumb routine. (laughs)
0: Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. (laughs) Um, It's a very popular genre of video, I feel like. Mm -hmm. How do you, Anne and Tess, how do you feel about Get
3: Ready With Me's? They're something I quite enjoy. Um, They do make me feel really bad about myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because a lot of times like they're just in like a sparkling clean bathroom like there's no children around or if the child is around it's very well behaved and like they're they've got very extensive products they're doing like a super long skincare routine they're doing clean girl makeup and they're just kind of naturally beautiful and so it looks really good on them and like they just really know what they're doing they're doing a good job and it just it yeah like it, it just seems unattainable for the average yourself. <laughs> person no <laughs> everything uh, my but, if i were to do a yeah. get ready with me it would be a lot more chaotic
2: <laughs> i agree i they make you feel bad about yourself they um always seem to involve like if they're clothing get ready with me's back to the gen z style i re- i recently saw a girl that was like, get ready for me with me for a bad bunny concert. And I could not make sense of what she was putting on. It was like every <laughs> piece of clothing in her closet it was like plastic, wide leg pl- pants, with like I don't know, it was just the strangest thing I've ever seen. But the weirdest trend that's happened with Get Ready with Me's is like get ready with me in five minutes. For my, for like to go to dinner or like get ready with me, I'm so late. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like, it's so dumb what? because they're never act like it's so obvious that they're not actually late. They're just like, for some reason, it's a trend. And yeah. now everybody has to do like a, a running late get
1: ready with me. And it makes no sense. That's okay. Yeah. That's one of the worst things about social media is videos <laughs> that try to pretend like something. That there's some sort of stakes, or that there was like a trip, <laughs> or that there was a surprise, oh or yes. that someone found something genuinely funny, a prank.
3: A oh, pranks! Prank. 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 I hate words. pranks. Couples, Couple's pranks. pranks. When I see an account so and so and so and so, I'm like, how are any of you adults believing anything? That they are posting mm-hmm it's mm-hmm. never real, it's always fake
1: mm-hmm and it's usually mm-hmm. very poorly acted,
3: yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, I hate to say it couples accounts
0: are not typically my jam personally, yeah, no problem uh, have you guys
2: seen uh the trend that's like who who did the dishes and did the mm-hmm. like got the kids ready for follow oh, yeah meal song?
3: Mm-hmm. Mom!
2: And then it's like, da, 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 dad, uh, those are the worst because at first it was like, Grace, to explain at first, um, <laughs> yeah. it, I have no idea was, what you're saying. <laughs> at first it was like moms complaining because they'd be like, who did all the dishes, made breakfast, got the kids ready for school and drove them through like the drop off line. Mom, who slept in? and leisurely got ready for work dad and it was like them make like kind of complaining and then it turned into like mom's now it's like a humble brag of like mom's Mm -hmm. being like look how well me and my husband share responsibilities and it's like it's just so weird both of those are so so bad i know and it's very fake
3: okay grace the next one is passenger princess do you know what it means? My guess would be,
1: I mean, it just sounds like somebody who's always the passenger in the car and doesn't drive and maybe has complaints about the, the driver or demands or maybe just never drives.
3: Good. Yeah. Good. Good guess. Um <laughs> it's, You're pretty much right. It It is like the... The one who always is the passenger in the car. And usually, like, they kind of make it their personality. And, like, they like to have, you know, their cup. And they're always leaving their wrappers in the car. And, like, they have their accessories that they're oh, always I've bringing Oh, mm-hmm. I've had one, had one of those. You had one?
1: Was it me? No, it's my friend Annalise. Oh. <laughs> she <laughs> always leaves the, the visor down and, like, unhooked a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. It drives me crazy. Yeah, <laughs> And yeah, rappers everywhere.
0: And I feel yeah. like a passenger princess also is kind of like, gets to check out and just be like on her phone or like not have to uh, be navigating. I do that
3: all the time. Mm-hmm. I am a passenger
0: princess. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like is the uh-huh. ultimate passenger princess uh-huh. for sure.
3: Yeah. I can do it too.
0: Dave's probably listening like like year one to talk. But I try to be available for conversation, stimulating conversation in the car so that it's not like annoying. But yeah, I feel like it's just like you can just do whatever you want because you don't have to be the driver or be paying attention. It's true.
2: I feel like I relate most to two things. One is if if the passenger princess is mad, she'll turn towards the window and like look out dramatically mm-hmm. out the window. <laughs> I do that when I'm like <laughs> upset in the car. Car, just have to like turn out. Uh, And then the other is just never being a good navigator. That's (laughs) classic. Yeah. Princess behavior, and I am the world's worst navigator. I miss every exit. I remember. We all have.
0: Tess, when we went to Florida last year, Dave had to come later because of work. And so we were landing and going to have to drive like two hours to where we were staying. And it was nighttime, and I had the kids with me. And so... Luke rode with me so he could like navigate, so I wouldn't be like the only grown up in the car, which was very sweet of him. I'm sure he was like, "How did I get like drafted to be the one to drive with Claire?" (laughs) Car with Claire and the kids. Um, but he was a very good sport, and he was a very good navigator. Very on top of things. Very thorough. But he told me, and I don't think he was speaking out of turn. I think you know (laughs) this. I don't think he was like being mean behind your (laughs) back. He says it to my face. Yeah. Yeah, But he was like, oh, Tess. He's like, Tess is the most confusing navigator. He's like, she waits till literally you have to be exiting. And she goes... Here. you can't see because it's not video I, I wiggle but you wiggle your finger back and forth and go areas. here 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 but like you're literally more in one
2: direction so you have to really be watching close <laughs> and get a sense for like which direction oh my i'm more going towards oh my word. it's true oh that's horrible <laughs> uh,
3: always always turn on the google maps or you know i apple maps the audio, like the yeah, audio, yeah. I, I just would put it somewhere where I, am. I I can see it. Yeah, never <laughs> assume responsibility for navigating. No, when I was
0: um doing folk dance at BYU, uh, we when we would do shows around there was like this one team that would do shows in the spring at elementary schools, and it was back before uh Google Maps, if you can believe it, and so. We had printed off like MapQuest directions of the route we were going to take that day. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy that it was that long ago. And so every day we had different assignments and sometimes you'd be assigned to be the navigator of the van full of other <laughs> BYU students. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much responsibility. Like, That's and so if you terrifying. messed up, like you would like miss the show or something. And it was like... <laughs> oh, no. it a big deal and I look back on that and I'm like I was so carefree back then like it didn't stress me out at all and now I'm like that would ruin my life like knowing that I was gonna have to do that every couple of days like but back then I just thought it was fun and we'd be like dancing and singing and oh Oh, hurtling down oh. I fifteen with just like <laughs> oh, a printed off map quest. <laughs> I was not familiar with Utah at all because I just lived in Provo. But it was just so funny. Like it that
1: sounds like a van full of students <laughs> that I would not want to pull up. I just to associate with <laughs> like my <dad>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh man.
2: Okay. Uh, last one, Grace. Can you tell us what ate and left no crumbs? means?
1: <laughs> I feel like I've been doing pretty good on these. <laughs> well, and truly stumped.
2: <laughs> eight and left no crumbs. So there's eight and then there's eight and left no crumbs. They're kind of like levels in my mind. So, okay. eight is like you ate. Like you killed it. Killed the game. Okay. Let's I say, can see that. Especially with a look. Like if you like if your outfit is just amazing and you're doing a get ready with me, people will be like eight. Or like um sometimes There'll be like funny videos of people like dancing or something and someone will be like, guy in blue eight, because he was just like dancing really well or being really funny. And then there's eight and left no crumbs, which is just like a step beyond. Like mm-hmm. you didn't leave a single crumb. You mm-hmm. ate it all up, you know? So okay. <laughs> So that's just like blew it out of the <laughs> out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> i like like that that's really dumb but most like satisfying
0: saying (laughs) i feel like eight so tess and i had a disagreement because i feel like eight is just a shortened version of eight and left no crumbs but tess said it's two levels yeah tess is right i i mean i trust tess she knows more than me um i was watching this little A video of these little kids Irish dancing the other day. I'm on Irish Dance Talk because (laughs) I've liked a few, yeah. And the
2: algorithm is so good. It's
0: so good. There's this little redheaded boy, and one of the comments was like. Ed Sheeran dupe 8. And I was like, like, <laughs> I was like, that is like a full, like you have to decode what that means. But it was so funny. And I, I like,
2: love <laughs> when I see something and I'm like, if I had not been on TikTok for like a year, mm-hmm. I would not understand what this person was saying. And I exactly. just, it's so satisfying for some reason.
0: <laughs> oh, um, Okay, the dupe trend, we weren't even going to talk about. We've talked about dupes on We've kind of joked about the dupe thing on the podcast. So I feel like people know what that means. The trend of making fun of things as being a dupe, I find really entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say I feel like Luke kind of started it in my mind, Tess, because Did he was it? the first one, he was the first one who ever <laughs> said, he never said dupe, but I remember a long time ago he described something as off-brand such and such and no, I thought it was,
2: that was so me. funny. No, that I thought me, it was me and Luke thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. It was, it was, you started it? I, I started it. It was actually, <laughs> it, it was, it sounds mean when I describe it, but it wasn't mean because this was like, there. we made a new friend and he was very similar <laughs> to a different friend that we had. And so I called him off-brand Ethan because he was so similar to our other friend, but he was like the new version. Uh and everyone thought it was really funny. So, thank I you, I stand
0: corrected. Yeah, well you that's basically what people are doing with dupes now. So, I think that's a funny trend, but Well, Grace, it sounds like we were not successful in, you know, trying to point out TikTok's better. Dupe me? Dupe you. Dupe you. <laughs> exactly. So to say. Exactly. But hopefully at least, you know, you can be up on the latest lingo what the kids are saying these days.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I feel like some of, a lot of them, I was just guessing from their names, so now I feel pretty confident that that I do actually know what they mean.
0: Yeah, you have the skills to navigate this this wacky world, for sure. Um, before we do Weekly Wins, we had a super nice new review this week. Does someone want to read it?
3: Sure, I'll read it. I love the Hopkin Girls and their pods so much. They are so entertaining, hilarious, witty, wholesome, uplifting, and a breath of fresh air. I look forward to the pod every week and love seeing their creative episode ideas. That was by Susie Chen. Thank that you. Was so nice, wow. Chen. That was so nice. Chen, that was very flattering. That was very <laughs> nice.
1: And I feel like Claire kind of got a special shout out with the episode ideas.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Wow, that's nice.
0: Well, I can't really say uplifting because <laughs> Grace just said there's nothing uplifting about <laughs> talking or down. social media in any way.
3: <laughs> but hey, we'll
0: be like the people on Instagram who just repost the funny stuff so that you don't have to go on there. And
3: yeah, we'll take one for the team. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Please get an Instagram account and follow us. Instagram dot com slash at hop culture pod.
3: Wow. Look at Close. you. Yeah. Close. <laughs> I
0: think if you just if you put that in, I think Google will help and it will help you find your way. <laughs> you know you don't need to know exactly how to find us um okay who has the weekly win
1: i do because finally i have made it to another broadway show i've had such a string of bad luck first i missed cats then i missed beetlejuice and this week was hades town and i love hades town so much and if i had missed it i don't know what i would have done mm-hmm. i i don't even want to think about it it makes me sick So I saw it. It was wonderful. It was transcendent. Transcendent. And I would my recommendation would just be if you're interested in really good
2: musicals, give the soundtrack a listen.
0: What's Mm. the vibes? Yeah, I've never
2: heard of Hades Town.
0: Is it moving? Is it funny? Is it? It's more
1: moving. It's got elements of humor. It's it's like a jazzy sort of. Maybe like a New Orleans y vibe mm. to the music. Ooh. It's the story of Orpheus and Eurydice. Eurydice dies, and Orpheus goes down into Hades to get her, and then they have to walk out, and he has to not turn around, or else she's going to have to go back to Hades. But at the last minute, he does turn around.
2: I don't know why. So. I
1: guess. Spoiler. <laughs> tess, like, I you don't know. Like it's like a new. Tess. <laughs> Um, Tess reminded us the other day that she has a gold medal in, well, sorry, Tess, was it a gold oh, yeah. medal in Greek mythology?
2: I, yes, I won <laughs> a gold medal is, is, in the National Mythology exam, which is cooler than it sounds. That, no, I'm not laughing. 100%. It sounds really
0: cool. It's just so <laughs> random. It's so random. Like, I, how many kids I don't know where mom found it,
2: but it's like, mom found this exam for me and she was like, this seems like a good extracurricular, and and so she set up a whole study schedule, and it was very uh, enriching. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, well,
1: yeah, Tess is a resident expert here, so I don't need to tell her this story. But yeah, it's a great, it's a great musical. It is, it's very moving. It's very beautiful. It's it's very clean and family friendly.
0: Hmm. Ooh, that's rare in like new musicals. I feel mm-hmm, like. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's any language.
0: I'll have to check yeah, it out because Ella really this. likes mythology because of Percy Jackson. So maybe we'll have to check it out. She might give Tess a run for her money lately because she... I feel like Sign I knew a lot up. about mythology Sorry. once upon a time. Mom really like did a thorough job with it when we were homeschooled, but I just don't remember anything now.
3: Yeah, I don't
1: remember yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slips right out of the head.
3: Okay, my weekly win is that my friend and i made a little backdrop to do like a um valentine's day photo shoot of our girls oh my girls were a bit thrown off by the photo studio experience um (laughs) but but it was still the pictures turned out like so cute and she's a photographer so they were bound to turn out cute yeah it was just it was so fun and i was like Okay, I should just do this more often, even though my children hate it, so I probably shouldn't. But you can just <laughs> you can just make a backdrop out of mm-hmm. some paper and just, you know, have a little photo shoot and it was so much fun. So I'm so
0: bad at doing stuff like that.
3: Me too. Yeah. Like
0: ugh, it just makes me sad to think about. My uh great friend Kate is an amazing photographer and if it wasn't for her, I would have like one photo of my children. So, <laughs>
3: <I'm>, <laughs> you got everyone has to have like a creative photographer friend.
0: Yes, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I had a viewing experience this week. I can't say it was Haiti Town. <laughs> 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 <It's no laughs> well, <laughs> no, it was no Haiti Town. Grace <laughs> <Chris laughs> oh is crying. My gosh. <laughs> um, but I watched Nate Bargazzi's new special on. It's not on Netflix anymore. I know I've talked about him in the past. It's on Prime now. So now I'm curious. I'm like, what did they offer him more money? Like streaming wars, you know? But it's on Prime. Um, it's called Hello World, and it was really funny. And it's super clean. His stuff is always really clean. I was like LOLing multiple times and Mm. you know,
1: I feel like you love love a comedy special.
0: I do enjoy, I like comedy specials and I do really like Nate Bargatze. I do enjoy comedy specials, but not all like I watched one the other night that I I've not finished a lot because they are just too cringe Um, or not even necessarily cringe. That's harsh. It's just not my style of humor. So that's the thing is you just have to find your style of humor and also you know, clean like a lot of them are really inappropriate. So,
2: I'm going to have to watch that and I feel so validated that you love comedy specials because I love stand-up comedy. What, what is this? What is what? Just like Our opinions? Yeah, Our yes. joy? I guess it's just so
1: funny <laughs> that like the two of you it, I don't know, that wasn't something that we all shared as a love growing no, up. It's just and like I'm a funny gonna- thing to
0: I've into. gone to some live and I, I don't really Seinfeld. enjoy them live. That's true. Sure, so that's Seinfeld. a good point, Seinfeld. That's actually a good point. Yeah.
2: But that's true. Live live is, well, I've only seen like people in Provo trying to work. That's what I was going to
0: say. Yeah, that's the only experience humor <laughs> you. So have. Humor you. Yeah, humor you. You know what? Actually, um, humor, I've left you humor you was hilarious. I thought humor funny. you was so funny. So <laughs> yeah, give it credit.
2: Um. Yeah. Luke makes fun of me for loving stand up because he can't stand it, but. I'm going to have to try that. My weekly win, I really should save it for next week, but I don't really have anything else interesting to talk about this week. So it's going to be a (laughs) two-parter. I um, have been planning a long time, not a long time, a brief time to start trampolining, rebounding, for exercise. And so I finally took the plunge because it's going to be my birthday gift from Luke. So I'm getting it a little early. Because I just really need something to pick my spirits up. It's yeah, February. It's winter. Yeah. I need something that I can do at home for days when I, you know, I can't escape to go exercise. And so I'm really excited. I ordered a trampoline. I did all this research. And I'm I'm just so excited to start.
0: I'm going to go look up uh, rebounding videos on TikTok now and mess up the algorithm <gasps> just to see some TikTok. examples. That's yeah. Oh, I'm sure there are.
2: Uh, yeah I'm very excited so we'll report okay I think that wraps it up for this week thanks so much for listening be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website hopculturepod.com we'll also be popping up on instagram throughout the week so follow Pod for more fun see you next week